Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Sexy plant. I'm Tommy Calhoun. Sexy car. And I'm Tim. Sexy nose. Now I want to be the first to say, nice. 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 <laughs> we did it. We, we did, did it. it. Oh, we, we said we wouldn't it. make it, but we fucking yeah, made we it. we fucking got Who here, Who said dude? that? Who said we weren't going to make it? I they're wrong. Know, you know, yeah, there's some people up there that are just like, they're never going to get to the sex number, and we did. And we, we did, did it. We did yeah. it You know, uh, my rule for podcasts is that they're kind of stumbly for the first few episodes, so I usually give them until episode 69 for them to really hit their stride. <laughs> right, yeah, to really <laughs> just like... That's fair, that's fair. Uh, you know what this means, guys. Next mm, milestone? It's a long it's way away. Yeah, it's 420. 420. 420. Yeah. So that's going to be a long... Uh, we appreciate you sticking with us this far, and we really hope that you'll stick with us for the next, you know, 300-some-odd episodes Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, to get us to our next milestone. Uh, at that point, we'll probably have a Patreon, so... Yeah. yeah and yeah, gray yeah. hair. Yes. Right <laughs> After it's not gonna be that long. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> Only like what four years doing this podcast? <laughs> oh <laughs> four yeah, years. Well, that will like give you gray hair. Four hundred and twenty. That's uh like at least thirty years away. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if I if my math's right, that's at least thirty yeah, years at away. At least thirty. Big mood. Well, congrats. Congrats, congrats to, us, to all. us. Yes. Congrats <laughs> to us all. Yep. And to you, dear listener, congrats to you. The the listeners are a part of us. Yes. Yeah, and you. You're that's in my the, soul. That's us at the end of the credits saying special thanks to blah, 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 blah. And you. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't have got here without your help. Yep. Yes. Yes. Well, enough of the sex number. Time for a submission. I'll never have enough of the sex number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So... This one comes from at IDKJess, I guess. Thank you, at IDKJess, I guess. Thank you, at IDKJess, I guess. And it is IHOP versus Denny's. I love this question. Just an absolute classic. Is this, uh, okay, so, so is this going to be like, you know, practical, like real life restaurant v. restaurant or like personifications of them or just like the mm-hmm. concepts or like what I are like we, the what concepts. Are yeah. Let's start off with concepts. If I feel like, uh, if I feel unsatisfied with the results, then we might have another like personifications okay. or just like the actual restaurants fighting each other as megazords. Okay. Okay. I've I've definitely touched on this before. So mm. I and I just want to kind of reiterate a point that I've had before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you'll you'll be familiar once I've started. Sure. Denny's you don't go to Denny's you wind up at Denny's. And if I've said it once I've said it a million times. You have said it a million times. But here's the thing. I I haven't been given Denny's its fair shake. Because the restaurant where that truly applies 100% of the time, no caveats, is actually Shoney's. Shoney's, uh, you don't go to, you wind up at Shoney's. Mm-hmm. Denny's, uh, on the other hand, is like at least one person in your crew is drunk. Yeah. And so that's how you wind up at Denny's. Or hungover. Or hungover or something like that. That's how like that's how you wind up at Denny's. Yeah. yeah you, know, you know what one of my favorite people watching sports is? What? Um... Pick out the drunk person at the tables at Denny's. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's a good one. That's fair. It's almost as fun as pick out the drunk person at Waffle House. Yeah, I want to. I want to take that and expand it just a little bit, uh-huh. and just like pick out the person who suggested Denny's <laughs> at the tables at Denny's. Every time it's uh, me, always. <laughs> yeah, there's just a Tim at every table. Yes. Um, I. We are many, Tommy, and you are one. Yes. I like Denny's and I like IHOP. They both have their their good components. I feel like Denny's 
Like every time I've been in a Denny's, it's always felt like a liminal space. Yeah. Like a, a restaurant that shouldn't be there or like yes. it's sandwiched between two other places. It, and like, it very much has the vibe of like, come trap, come weary traveler, rest your head. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Come weary traveler, rest your head. But also, uh, you have no idea what we're doing in the back room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, now, IHOP's interesting because I have eaten, I've eaten at two IHOPs in my entire life. Hmm. I've eaten at the one in my hometown, and yeah. I've eaten at the one in Marietta, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Well, there may be more, but there's one in Marietta, Georgia that I remember eating at because I'm going to tell a story real quick. Uh, the IHOP in L&J, fantastic. Beautiful. Love that place. They yeah. put up with a lot of horse shit from me and my friends when we would go there late at night. Nice. Um, they're beautiful people. The IHOP in Marietta, Georgia is a lawless land with no rules. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I was really craving an omelet one time, and I went to that IHOP. First off, the kitchen extends outward into the dining room, and the waiters just walk up to the counter, and it's like three feet away from somebody's booth, and they just grab food off of like the counter and turn around and just like distribute it to people. It's not a full building. It's a hallway. Oh. Um and, like, Fuck it's yeah. just, it's like eating in a train car. There's, like, about six feet of room in the middle, and there's tables on either side. And, this is the worst part, I had chosen a spot with a full view of the kitchen, and I watched as a woman, uh, about 30 years old, picked up a tray of hash browns and tipped them, and they fell hash brown side down on the ground. Oh, no. If you... Don't like tales about restaurants. Please cover your ears now. Fuck. She w picked it up and started to throw it away. And then her co co-worker, who was like 75, I would guess, reached over and was like, Oh, no, honey, you don't have to do that. And just righted the tray, put the hash browns back on, and just sent her back out no, with the hash browns. No. I was like, you did that in front of God and everybody. Oh, no. You did that in front of me. Oh, no. Oh, oh, that's fucked. IHOP's really a lawless fucked. wasteland. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, now, I will say, Tommy, that experience that you had, I feel like is much fewer and far between. I feel like that experience, I feel like what you actually, what what actually happened there, Tommy, is mm -hmm. that you went to a show and he's masquerading as an IHOP. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm that explains why they did have a full service, all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. Uh, there's a very weird place in my heart for IHOP mm -hmm. because uh, for a long time, whenever my parents would come to visit me whenever I was uh, in college, uh, we would go to IHOP mm -hmm. as like, you know, we, we were here. That's your spot. Yeah, that's the spot. We'll yeah. go to, we went, we would go to IHOP. Yeah. Um, I'm chill with IHOP. You know, mm -hmm. me and IHOP have had a long, uh, interesting relationship. Uh, I've been going to IHOPs for a lot of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, however, because of this, I see IHOP in a different way than I feel like most people do, right? Yeah. Like, I see IHOP, and now I don't want to make it sound like I'm comfortable with IHOP. Yeah. IHOP, to me, is like that one friend that you have that you see, not frequently, but frequently mm -hmm. enough for you to be on, like, good terms with them. Yeah. yeah. However, they still freak you out just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And you still, every time you see them, you're just like, eh. I don't know. Yeah. But, but okay. Because, like, I used to do that same thing. Like, if, like, if I ever came up from college and, like, like my babysitter when I was younger, she's, like, older now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And 
every once in a while we would invite them to go eat at IHOP. Is this going like, to be a weird babysitter sex story, Tommy? No, she's like 80 now. Okay. Um, I mean, I wouldn't know. No, Tim, don't put <laughs> no, Just go, go, Tommy, go. Just keep um, going. But, like, that was just where we'd eat. And, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, oh, we're going to IHOP because we love this food. It's just, like, we like IHOP because it's, like, a comfortable place that we've always been to. But I agree with that. I think that like IHOP's that good friend that you have that you're on good terms with, except every once in a while, in a blue moon, they do just some whack shit. And you're like, why the fuck did you do that? And they give you no explanation and continue moving on as though nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. Denny's, on the other hand, is the friend that you have that you know is always going to do whack shit. Mm-hmm. And so then you're pleasantly surprised when they don't. Yes. They're that friend that does whack shit, but like it's tolerable whack shit. Yeah. Like, they're like... Why don't we convert uh, your room and my room into one big room, but we make one half the band practice section and the other half the sleeping section? And, like, why would you do that, Denny's? Why would you yeah. do that? <laughs> but then somehow, somehow you get roped in. Yeah, and somehow, <laughs> somehow you end up with half a band practice section in that, your room, yeah. and it's kind of nice. Tommy, that was really specific. Did that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this forward. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that Denny's conceptually would destroy IHOP. Yes. I know I've talked a lot about IHOP, but I feel like the way that I've talked about IHOP, it's not necessarily talking it down, but it makes IHOP seem just like a, like a, uh, not a weenie. No. But like They're a, just uh, like, um, they're soft. Yeah. They're soft. They're soft. Yes. Yeah. They don't know what they want. They put pancake batter in their omelets. They're soft. Do they really? Yeah, that's why they're so fluffy. What the? F- yeah. No you way. You guys not know that? You're you're, you're lying. lying. No, that's what they do. No, you're lying. No, I'm not. Holy shit! Yeah, Tommy's right. What? I told y'all. It's on confirmed by myrecipes.com. Mix pancake batter into your omelet. The IHOP way recipe. Yeah. Which is a garbage title. Fucking get your shit together, myrecipes.com. Uh, but yeah, it's SEO, Marcus. It's all SEO all the way down. Yeah, I guess you're right. Just for that reason, IHOP gets murdered. What? Their Whoa. omelets are great. Wait a second. Yeah, their omelets are pretty fucking bang. Okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. They yeah, are. so they're an innovator. Dude, you know what? This is just like how the Catholic Church persecuted, like, Galileo. Like, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, you're Thomas Edison, my Nikola Tesla right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. That has nothing to do with this. No, because. <laughs> Because everyone would, I feel like almost everyone would universally agree that IHOP has some fucking banger omelets. Yeah. And so just because they mix a little bit of pancake batter in their omelets, you want to fucking crucify them, dude? Yeah, I do. Definitely. Fuck you, dude. They're innovative. <laughs> no, dude. That's weird, dude. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I am on the side of you, Tim, in agreeing that Denny's is better, but I have a different reason. And it's that nothing conceptually beats the idea of ordering a grand slam of anything thank you thank you for finally saying it better than ordering a fucking grand slam like i <laughs> that was that was my thing is like in almost every aspect honestly if somebody asked me right now i would still rather go to ihop than denny's mm-hmm. but i think that denny's is going to take it just because they have the fucking grand slam dude they have the grand slam like whenever That's somebody's fair. just like what is the most iconic breakfast meal that you could have denny's grand slam yeah yeah like, also also IHOP puts pancake batter in their omelet so they can't win. No, well, Damn. that's actually a good thing. That's actually a good thing. That's actually a Have good thing. Have you ever had an omelet from IHOP? I've had the International so many. House of Pancakes. I've had so many of their omelets, and I feel like I've been lied to. I feel like I've been lied to. Well, nobody told you they weren't putting pancake batter well, in their Well, you know what, Tim? Choke on that fucking lie, dude, because that <laughs> omelet is fucking great. So. Yeah. 
I'm not saying it's not great. I'm just saying I've been lied to. We spent too much time talking about this. So let's do another question, huh? <laughs> Tommy. <sighs> okay. This Reddit question uh, comes from the Who Would Win subreddit, and it was posted by user capital T Turner 96. Uh, Thank that's you. Timmy Turner. Oh, no. <laughs> Timmy Turner poses the Reddit, and he asks, Who would win the world's greatest detective, Batman, or Willy Wonka? Um, the setup is for Batman to find and capture Willy Wonka. It is set inside Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, and Batman has 72 hours to find and capture him, and Willy Wonka gets six hours of prep time. Batman gets no prep time, and Mr. Wonka can receive help from all the Oompa Loompas and the squirrels. Absolutely no way Batman can ever do that. Whoa. Guaranteed. Whoa, whoa. Coming out hot. Coming in strong on that one. Okay, What's I'm your just reasoning? Saying, okay, because, like, have you guys seen... Willy Wonka, yeah, it's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, but it's fucked this, up. This is where I'm. This is where my thing lands. Right. Most of the, in fact, I dare I say, all of Mr. Wonka's death count comes from <laughs> a children mm-hmm. who b broke the rules and did something they should not have been doing. Mm. Now I will concede that Mr. Wonka does have a a, 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 a slight more of an advantage than he would usually have here. Uh, given the six hours of prep time that he can actually lay booby traps that our uh, greatest detective oh. may f- may stumble into. However, however, I don't think that that's going to be enough to stop the B-Man. Because, um, like I said, it's, it's I feel like it's less that like Willy Wonka just has a fucking death machine. And more like these shithead kids just couldn't keep their grubby little hands to themselves. Okay, okay. Now, I'm not saying by any means that Willy Wonka would kill Batman any means if this is a straight-up fight there's no way that willy wonka could win Mm. guaranteed however the fact remains that willy wonka's chocolate factory is a lawless pit of chaos and might i change that amend that a massive lawless pit of chaos there's so much shit in there so much shit we never even saw in yeah. the movies, let alone the books. Yeah. We oh. only saw, like, six rooms in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, okay, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Batman relies on, one, being able to uh, catch his enemies off, you know, being able to have surprise. Yeah. That's one of his main things, being able to hide in the shadows and have surprise. Uh, and also to have a general understanding of whatever place he's in, mm-hmm. you know, Gotham City, he's so familiar with it. He knows where he needs to go to do this yeah, thing, like to catch the prize. Sherlock Holmes with Kung Fu. Yeah, exactly. Um, he is so familiar with that area that he has an advantage there. That's his home field advantage. He would have no idea what is going on in any part of the chocolate factory. He has no prep time. Willy Wonka has all the prep time. Do you mm. know how many traps Willy Wonka could set? Like, it would not... It would be difficult. Mm-hmm. But it would be conceivable that Willy Wonka could set up traps that would trigger and cause one of his shits to fuck Batman up. Mm -hmm. Like, all he has to do is, you know, make it look like he jumped into his chocolate river, and then all of a sudden, Batman's heavy armor, can't he can't get out of there. His wings Mm. don't work anymore. His cape doesn't work anymore. Uh, But he got a grapple gun. He does have a grapple gun, but now he's covered in chocolate. That's true. He probably has some, like... Instant clean, Marcus. Yeah, like bat wipes. Like... (laughs) He will. He does not have enough bat wipes. <laughs> bat wipes the shape of bats. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if hypothetically he had enough bat wipes, I would say the most he would have is like, uh, you know those little like things of tissues that you get in the little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that all the nerds would have in school. Yeah, 
Yeah, Tommy. Um, you know those things that only nerds had, Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> oh. I know what you're talking about, Tim. <laughs> yeah, nerds and grandmas. Um, I feel like he might have that many bat wipes on him, but it would not be enough to wipe off all the chocolate that would get on him. And through the course of this, the chocolate would harden. It would make it harder for him to move. And, like, that's just one example of something that could happen that would hinder Batman in this 72-hour process. And then all the Oompa Loompas running around. Who knows how many of those fuckers he's got? That's true. Uh, I I don't want to derail this question too much, but I do like the (laughs) mental image you've concocted in my head, Tim, of Batman, like carrying around all of his Batman equipment and, like, a mom purse (laughs) that just has, like, a large supply of bat-themed, like, antibacterial hand, like, sanitizer and uh, bat wipes. Werther's Originals. Bat Werther's Originals. (laughs) They're licorice flavor. Uh, (laughs) A bat Nature Valley bar just in case you get hungry. Those little uh, watermelon candies or strawberry candies that Mm -hmm, you get mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. only grandmas have. Oh, bat ibuprofen. Bat tweezers, yep. Bat baby aspirin. Mm -hmm, Um, Okay, so here's the thing, though. Batman is going to crush it. No matter what. Why? Why? Because, like, okay, Willy Wonka only has six hours to set up booby traps. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be enough time to, to create something that's going to that's so elaborate and hidden well enough to stop the Batman. It doesn't have to be that elaborate yeah, it doesn't. or hidden. Because Willy Wonka has full control over the entire environment. Yeah. Like, so, like, say, like, Batman runs into the first room, which, if it's... If we're assuming that Willy Wonka's factory isn't some weird interdimensional construct and it's just a place, uh, it's that candy room that they go in on the first yeah. thing. That place itself is massive. That place is, one, massive, and yeah. two, uh, the Chocolate River. Batman is trying to pick his way through these candy trees and find his way through to get to the center of the place where Willy Wonka is. And Willy Wonka's like, ah, that's where he is, and just overflows the Chocolate River or whatever, and so it starts flooding. Okay, to an, earlier, Batman to, a, to an earlier point that you made, Tommy, he will see the flood coming and bat grapple to the ceiling or some shit. Yeah, but the okay. ceiling's smooth. Yeah, the ceiling's smooth. He can bat grapple to a tree. He's not going to get... I don't think that Batman's Are you saying downfall. trees are smooth, Marcus? <laughs> they don't have branches to grip on? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying no, he, he said bat he's going to, to grapple a tree. to a tree. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm saying that I, I thought don't you think... were comparing a smooth ceiling to a tree. No, <laughs> I'm saying that I don't think that Batman's greatest weakness is not being able to survive the fucking... 20-year floodplain. I okay. think that, like... <laughs> sure, like, sure, but also, like, if Willy Wonka can distract Batman with 72 traps that he has to take an hour to get through just because they are so inconveniencing, because, like, there's no way Batman has enough utility things that he can consistently bring up that aren't going to, like, uh, that aren't, like, one-use-only type of things. There's no, no way that he can keep maneuvering through all these traps and things that Willy Wonka would have ease in setting up. Okay, okay, mm. here's here's something. One, he definitely could, because that's his whole shtick. And two, to an earlier point you made, you called Willy Wonka's entire factory a lawless wasteland. It is. Could, uh, no, because it, the entire point is, there are many laws that you must follow. And if you don't, you get fucked up. And I'm pretty sure that Batman will be pretty good at following those rules. He won't be good because the only people who are good at following the rules are one, Willy Wonka, two, the Oompa Loompas, and three, no one fucking else. Charlie. Charlie. Okay, are you saying (laughs) Batman is Charlie? No. I'm saying that Batman's better than Charlie. No, he's not because Charlie had Willy Wonka there to tell him all the rules. If you don't get told the rules, you have no fucking idea what's going on. Okay, but a lot of it is just like like shit that you should just know. Like, don't, don't fall in the river. Don't steal. 
Don't like, eat this piece of candy that I gave you with my fucking hands. I'm pretty, told you to eat. I'm pretty sure that if Batman's looking for Willy Wonka, he's gonna know not to eat the goddamn candy. Okay, he's not gonna eat the candy. But you're saying, you're saying, you are telling me right now that Willy Wonka could not change this shit up on a whim. It it has laws because Willy Wonka wants there to be laws. All these things that Willy Wonka has in his chocolate factory, every single thing can be weaponized. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Plus. Batman's gonna be in there for seventy-two hours. He's gonna have to eat something. Yeah, he's and gonna he's have gonna have to, have to drink something. something. We've drink already something. covered this. He has a Bat Nature Valley bar. <laughs> oh right. Only I'm one. sorry, I forgot about his Batman bag. If you don't think that, if you don't think that Batman has rations for at least three days, I mean, come on. Uh, the only way I could see he doesn't have water. There's no water. He can't carry that much water. The he only... definitely has a Bat Nalgene. The only way I could see Batman taking care of this well is because, like, once he gets to Willy Wonka. He's golden. Like, oh, he punches him in the yeah, fucking yeah, face. Yeah, he's yeah, dead. Exactly. Um, the only way he could do it is if he... Because, like, if Batman knows he's going in for certain things, he will take, like, specialized equipment. And yeah. I know we said that he doesn't have prep time, but I think it would be unfair to, like, take one of his greatest advantages and, like, his specified equipment away. So, like, I think if he went in with just a shit ton of bombs, like, if he went in as, like, Bomb Batman and just, like, blew through walls in this chocolate factory (laughs) until he found Willy Wonka, maybe, (laughs) but, like, it's also so big. It's so big. (laughs) I think even then, he wouldn't be able to do it, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to play my big boy card. I'm playing my Joker right now. Um, Oh, that's Willy Wonka. Yeah. They're the uh, same person. Uh, Pretty close, you know. Yeah. Uh, But here's the thing. Uh, There are many places inside of the chocolate factory Mm -hmm. that cannot be gotten to without the use of Willy Wonka's elevator. If Willy Wonka sits Uh, in his elevator the whole time and just stays away from Batman, he wins. It's true. Well, like, just because the elevator goes up. What? Like, just because the elevator can go up. What are you talking about? Like, what, what kind of place do you think that the elevator could go that I mean, he couldn't could, reach him. He could just have a room that doesn't have any stairs to it, yeah. and he just takes the elevator up to the room, and then the only person that can use the elevator is Willy Wonka. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like... And like also the elevator, like it doesn't just go up, it goes in any direction he wants. Yeah, yeah but true. like, I'm just saying, I think that like Batman could easily like climb up. Okay, well, I mean, how about this? Willy Wonka has his elevator, Batman gets in the elevator shaft, Willy Wonka fucking runs him over and kills him. That's like, that happens in like every superhero movie, and I feel like Batman, like, not even superhero movies. I'm pretty sure Bruce Willis has done that. What? In Die Hard. I'm pretty, uh, maybe not in Die Hard, but I'm pretty sure at some point in Bruce Willis's career, he's had to outrun an elevator that's dropping or some shit. And if Bruce Willis can do it, then so can Batman. Okay. But what about this? The elevator's dropping, Batman's going down, and the chocolate river's at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now you guys are just throwing nonsense. No, I'm, that's what no, I'm saying. But the like whole that's, concept that is, is Willy Wonka's factory. It's like he can just summon candy anywhere he wants, or he yeah. can like he, he's like, oh look, all these squirrels—they actually can kill people, like yeah. that kind of stuff. They eat human flesh. Weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. I'm taking Batman eight out of ten on this one. I'm taking Willy Wonka eight out of ten on this. one. I think I'm taking Willy Wonka eight out of ten, or at least seven out of ten. You guys are bastards. You know now what you talk about. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Like. Like, I so love sorry. Batman. I think he's great, but like, it's I'd be hard pressed to find someone of Batman's like of people of Batman's general skill level. Like, he would do the best, guaranteed. Yeah. However, Willy Wonka in his element, no one can beat him. Yeah, I don't know about that. We need to acknowledge a fact: your ex sucks. 
That old teacher that like screwed you over that one time? Sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair? Sucks. Writer's block? Sucks. My old poetry? Sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis, I'm the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slam Your Ex Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. Have you guys seen any good movies lately? I sure, I sure hope not. It's shit on my baby. It's, I really like the shit on my baby, but I don't know about the first part of it. Yeah, I feel that. I, I like it. You know, 69 episode. Nice. Into this. I feel like we should have something nailed down, but we'll figure it out. We soon. will. Well, yeah. well, it'll get soon. There. Okay, soon. For um, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you guys ready? Here's yeah. This is shit on my This is a game we play. I describe three movies shittily. The boys have ten yes or no questions that they can go through, um, to and they have to guess at the end. It's kind of like twenty questions, but more fun because we're doing it. So you guys ready for your first movie? Please. Yes. A man locked in the perils of suburbia finds himself in the middle of an anti-government conspiracy and the ultimate trolley problem. Trolley. Yeah, the ultimate. Like the you got people tied down to the tracks. The train's already going one way. That okay. Of, uh, that does part of this take place in space? No. Okay. Nice, got I that th- one over. <laughs> I thought that it was going to be um, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh yeah. Ah. Um, does this uh, movie have aliens in it? No. Okay. Um, I thought it was going to be They Live. <laughs> oh. Um, is this movie animated? No. I feel like a part of that question. No, I'm going to put mm. that out there. Should be like, does it have animate? Like, not necessarily CGI, but does it include animated? Parts of it in like vis a vis, uh, it's all in like you know that remember that old show All in Your Head or something like that where the kid like uh, I remember that show yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so does it have any of that either no okay, okay okay that's three questions does this movie take place in the in the movie before or after nineteen ninety after ooh okay so it's modern ish modern ish yeah um it's weird to think that. We're counting the 90s as modern-ish. I would say that's Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, locked in the middle of an anti-government conspiracy. Anti-government? In suburbia? In suburbia. You know, I bet Mike Myers is in this movie. Don't ask, though. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It sounds like a Mike Myers movie, movie though, yeah. dude. Um, is... So, okay, it's a man. Um... Locked in the perils of suburbia, finds himself in the middle of an anti-government conspiracy. Damn, my brain. Come on, guys. You, you can do better than this. Mm, I don't know. Okay, so caught in the middle of an anti-government conspiracy. Does the Terminator have a trolley problem? The Terminator was in the 80s. Right. Um, have we seen this movie? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the answer to that is maybe. I don't or know. Or probably. The general, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take a question away from you guys for this one. But okay. the general rule of thumb here yeah. is that if you have not seen it, you know of it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I feel that. However, there have been multiple times when I had yeah. no idea the movie existed and had no idea what the plot of it was. Well, but it will be discussed afterwards, and I feel like, uh, you know, we all try our best here. I'm not trying to yeah, shout yeah, yeah. you for that. Is this Chicken Little? No. Oh, damn. oh, that was a good one. 
Oh, but they have aliens in Chicken Little. No, Tommy. they do. Damn it. No, and it's animated. You fuck. It's animated. <laughs> Tommy, what the fuck? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my honestly, my next question was gonna be: Is this Chicken Run? <laughs> um, ooh, it's not. It's not animated. Could this movie theoretically happen in real life, or does it contain like fantasy and sci-fi elements? It could not happen in real life. Okay. That. Mm, so it does contain fantasy and sci-fi elements. Yes. Okay. okay. I was gonna say the Matrix, but that doesn't. That's. Uh, he's not locked in the perils of suburbia. I don't think there's a trolley problem there. Yeah, there's no. Um. um fuck. Is this one of the? Does one of the Die Hard movies have a trolley problem? I have never seen Die Hard. Do not even know the plot. Yeah. All I know about Die Hard is it takes place during Christmas. Is, okay, so we said it couldn't possibly, it couldn't plausibly take place. Mm. There are no aliens. There are fantasy and sci-fi elements, though. But no aliens. And it takes place in, in modern day. Oh, is this, is this, fuck, what's the name of that movie? Uh, okay, question... Does this movie have a fair amount of guns in it? Yes. Does the quote-unquote main protagonist die? No. Fuck, never mind. I was thinking, what's that movie that we watched together that one day, Marcus? It's the one with the guy that goes around and, like, keeps killing people with that, like, air... Oh, dude, No Country for Old Men? Yeah! Yeah, the movie fucking slaps. Mm, that's but no, that's that movie whips, dude. It's not it. Has a lot of guns. How many are we at? You got two left. Does the main character become a secret agent? Yeah. Oh. Is this secret agent Cody Banks? No. Damn. Damn. I could that was that was a good one. That was a Thanks. good one. You guys have final guesses. Get oh. smart the movie with uh It's not Steve Get Carrell. Smart. No, it's not Get Smart with Steve Carell. Um the Pink Panther. It's not Pink Panther. What is it? This was the Matrix. Ah fuck! Yeah. <laughs> what? It's yeah. He it's... does die in the third one. Yeah, but I'm talking about the first one. And the, the... this is the third time What's we've the anti government conspiracy? To take down the fucking agents, dude. What's are, the trolley problem? The agents are computers. Yeah, but that's like the super government, the shadow government. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Hold also, on a second. the ultimate trolley problem is like at the in the very first movie, he's kind of conflicted because he's just like, I don't know if I want to bring people out of the Matrix because like they're living their life, but it's not real. That's not a trolley yeah, problem. Yeah, that's not a trolley problem. That's just a moral decision. Yeah, a trolley problem is should I kill these people over here or should I let these people die or kill this person? Yeah, well, should I let... One person die if more people will be saved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not a trolley problem. I feel like he's killed a few people. Also, okay, never mind. Let's carry on. Yeah, like the agents take over people and like kill them. That's not a trolley problem. And so, like, yeah, and he was like, I, you know, I could just, you know, we could just give up, live in the matrix. That's just that's not a trolley problem though. That's more dilemma. You know, what, you guys, I don't expect you guys to understand the intricacies <laughs> of a trolley problem. Right? <laughs> um. All right. We should have said the Matrix. Tommy, you said the Matrix. We Next question. Yeah, you said, you're like, I don't think it's the Matrix. And I was just like, ah, oh, nice. Uh, here we go. Millionaire man orchestrates a battle between two factions out of his own selfishness and personal greed. Oh, I love the Cold War. Yeah. Yep. Did you All say? Right. Did you say every war? I said the Cold War. Oh, I thought you said every war. But yeah, every war. <laughs> uh, not every war. Wars are fought for three different reasons, uh, but we're not getting into that right now. Um, That's just what the government wants you to think, Tim. Okay. <laughs> Behind every successful war is a millionaire man. So there's the esoterical. There's the... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not doing this. Millionaire man orchestrates a battle between two factions of his own selfishness and personal greed. Is this movie animated? Yes. Does this ha. movie have aliens? Yes. Oh. Is this movie Space Jam? Fuck God damn it. Hell yeah. Yeah, there we Woo! go, baby. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Got it in three. 
All right. <laughs> last one. Last one. <laughs> Let's go, baby. You guys probably aren't going to get this one. Because uh, I've decided that the last one will always be a mega stinker now. So get ready. Man sent from heaven to deliver righteous justice abandons his mission in the pursuit of love. Bruce Almighty? No. Damn. Damn. That's that's that sound wait, okay. In the pursuit of love? Yeah. Sent from heaven. Is this okay, is this movie animated? Yes. Does this movie have aliens in it? <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Okay. <laughs> okay. But we know If there are aliens, they are not pivotal to the plot at all. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Is this the passion of the Christ? No. Okay. <laughs> because what? the Passion of the Christ ends with Christ being like, I don't want to get crucified. I love Mary Magdalene. <laughs> I, I love, I don't know if anybody p- picked that up, but uh, when Marcus said no, he went, what the fuck? Under his breath, really quietly. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Come on. You know Marcus was supposed to bullshit like that. Like, I don't think that, that's fair. Is it set before or after the year 2000? <laughs> Uh, it's set before, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's right around that time, but I think before. Mm. Okay. Also, I appreciate you going with the spirit of the question and letting us know that it's around the time. Yeah. Um, but I am like 90% sure it's before. Okay. Uh, so around the 2000s. Like, er, yeah, early 90s. Yeah, so or like late, 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 late 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to infer that it has some supernatural elements in it, uh, since Sent from Heaven. Mm. Um, unless that's metaphorical. Uh, okay, can we repeat the question? Man sent from heaven to deliver righteous justice abandons his mission in the pursuit of love. It's not Bruce Almighty. It's not, Bruce Almighty is also not animated. Yeah, I know. Can I ask a clarifying question perhaps but if you ask it it may count well okay. what is it what is the question i just want to know like uh, when it says that he's sent from heaven does that mean he's like descended from heaven or like someone comes to him and instills him with the powers of heaven and sends him on a mission if you ask that question it'll count i think we should ask that ask okay that. i'm asking it uh and one more time give me give me the wordage that you is, is is this guy like Taken from heaven and literally sent down to earth like a Jesus figure? Or is it some dude that already was born and lived as a person? Closer to the first one. Okay. What does that mean? Closer to the first one. At least that gives like me like a an yeah, idea to yeah. work with. So um, someone comes down. Hey, Tim. Yeah? Do you think this is all dogs good heaven? <laughs> no, maybe. 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 Is this all dogs good heaven? It's all dogs good heaven. <laughs> It's yeah, true, it's they all good. go to heaven. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. So, also, uh, I just want to, he doesn't, uh, it, it's not a romantic love, it's platonic love. Yeah, so. that's fair. Um, also, that's oh wait, good. no, the romantic was love was between the, the, the earth dog. Hmm? Yeah, he, uh, he he goes down to get revenge on Carface, but um, he wants to save the girl because they're friends. I haven't yeah. seen All Dogs Go to Heaven, but uh, I kind of figured that was I haven't seen it. it in like a decade and a half. Maybe. Same, yeah, yeah, but I do remember that plot point. All right, uh, that's all I got. Good job, boys. You got two of my three. Nice. That's yeah. me, baby, then. I can't believe we missed the fucking Matrix. I, I know, You guys right? missed the Matrix, too. That was the easiest one. <laughs> and you guys fucking got all dogs go to heaven. Oh, God. Okay, so this one comes from at Case of Spades 32. Thank, Thank you. you, at Case of Spades 32. Thanks. And it is. What is the most powerful Pokemon that Geralt of Rivia could kill? Ooh, I like yeah. this. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. This is a real... Dude, so, oh, God. Fucking The Witcher, but all the monsters are replaced with Pokemon is a fucking good idea. Yeah. That's a dope Thank you. Mind. Holy shit. I and love that. I want to make this 
how the Pokemon would interact in uh, not the game, because that would get into a lot of weird logistic things. And I feel like we fall into that trap a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe the probably closer to the anime slash manga. Yeah. Okay. So that that being said, I think that the best way to start this would be to kind of set the bar. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let I think that Geralt of Rivia mm-hmm. could defeat a Charizard. Yeah. Yeah. I think I he. Mean, I feel like that's his shtick. Oh, I do want to hold on a second. Sorry, Tommy. Um, but uh, are we talking about like uh book, movie, TV show, video game, Geralt? I would say TV show and video game are probably the most prominent and the most mm-hmm. easily like identifiable with people. Okay. Um, I think th- I think f- just for the sake of our own clarification, we mm-hmm. should go with video game just because I think that that's the one that we're almost comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah, uh, I uh, I haven't played too much of The Witcher, but I have a good enough understanding of like all okay. of his stuff. Um, yeah, like uh, my biggest thing is that anything that can't take him down fast enough, he'll just shield through all of it. Yeah, yeah, and that's really the thing. Because, like, if he's going up against, like, even, like, a Pikachu, right? Yeah. Pikachu may be doing, like, quick, fast attacks, but they're not going to be that sustaining. They're not going to do a lot of damage. Mm. And he can just, like, dodge roll or uh, shield through most of Pikachu's things. Yeah. He can take down something like that. Okay. I don't think Geralt could kill a Waylord. No. Too big. Too big. I... I'll have to get that. And two water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do think Geralt could kill a Gyarados. I think he could. I think he could too. Yeah, I could. I'll agree with yeah, that. He's if he, a if he has enough dry land to be on, yeah. I think he could kill a Gyarados. Yeah, yeah in the water, he, he's honestly kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that there's definitely some weak Pokemon that, like Waylord, mm-hmm. that, that would be Geralt. But I think that the. But the as, as far as the strongest one that he can defeat. Mm, yeah. I, I think, forgot that this was the most powerful he could kill and right. not weakest that could beat him. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of, uh, I think that. The same. Hmm conceivably he could beat a tyranitar yeah i think so maybe i think he could kill one of the reggies Ooh, which yeah i think he hmm. could too uh, probably the i think he could take on reggie ice yeah, yeah. reggie ice for sure maybe reggie rock uh he has the right rock. weapons yeah. not reggie gigas no not reggie gigas not reggie steel yeah no no steel type pokemon would give him a hard time because yeah, they're just too durable yeah. for his like medieval even like with his magic yeah and, even like his uh, big fire potions and bombs and stuff cool so okay so we're already in legendaries okay yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's fair i don't think I thought they were pseudo legendaries no the reggies are like full-on oh okay yeah. um i'm gonna say uh pokemon's gotten to the point where I can't keep track of all of the Pokemon anymore. There's 700, yeah. 800 something of them. Well, I'm gonna look up a list. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that now that we're in the legendary range, I think that that kind of you know knocks it down. Yeah. A little. I just like there's still a lot of legendaries that I forget about. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're valid. I think that uh, another th- important thing is like a lot of the more like modern ones, I think are stronger, but mm. also their big thing is like well they have big beam. They have weird, like, conceptual powers, you know? Yes. Like, how even from, like, Diamond and Pearl era... Yeah. Like, we're talking about legendaries that control space and time. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, that's a great point. I don't think that Geralt could take out Palkia or Di- Dialga. Yeah. And I don't think that he could take out Kyogre or Groudon. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, even something like Celebi. There's no way he could ever do that. I think he could conceivably defeat Celebi, but it would be very hard. I think mm. it would be. I think, because Celebi has, like, planar shift powers, right? Yeah. You guys think that he could take out Entei? You know, I think he could take out Entei. I yeah. think he could take out Entei, but I don't think he could beat Raikou or no, Suicune. No, I don't think that They're he could fast. beat... You don't think he could take on Suicune? Maybe maybe Suicune, but so, I don't think Raikou. I right? think he could take on Suicune. I think he could take on all three legendary birds. 
Oh yeah, for I sure. think I think I just think Suikun's a little too fast for him. I can I okay I can okay so, well so right now the bar's at Entei. Mm. Yeah, Sarah, what's a what's a Pokemon that's slightly stronger than Entei? Yeah, Tommy's got the numbers over there. Could he be Giratina? Nah, I don't think Giratina, Palkia, Dialga, Arceus. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Lugia. Yeah, I think he could. I don't know if Enho? Lugia is more powerful than Entei. Ah, I think I think Lugia is more powerful than Entei, but I don't think that he could beat Lugia. Really? Well, he yeah. fights like dragons and shit. I don't, Lugia has like a lot more like control over like air and like movement than dragons do. That's fair. Because like Lugia can like flap his wings and create like a literal like sideways cyclone. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Could he beat Mewtwo? Are Witchers immune to like psychic effects or like have like some kind of resistance or something? Because I feel like there's some kind of like training there that they go through or like part of their like uh, fucked up DNA. Cat eyes, superhuman physical capabilities, increased lifespan. No, it doesn't. Uh, doesn't say anything about like psychic immunity or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I don't think that he can take down Mewtwo right now. I'm actually pretty comfortable sitting on Entei. Yeah, you know, honestly, I being feel the strongest that, that he could beat. Are there any poison type legendaries? There's one in um uh Gen Seven, I think. Nagandal. What? Nag Nag Nagandal. Nagandal. Something like that. Yeah, I didn't pay too much attention to yeah, sort uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah, because in that case, you could take them down probably with immunity to poison. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as long as they it's don't like have a any well, weird... it's an it's an ultra beast, but mm, I still think okay. he, yeah, he could probably take that down. He could probably take down um, Zacian and Zamazenta. Yeah, they're just wolves. What have sword and shield? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, what about um, Kyrim, Reshiram, Zekrom? Uh, ooh, because mm. those are just big dragons. Yeah. I think at least Reshiram is just almost a, exactly a night like a traditional dragon. You know, might be a hot take. I think he could take down Zekrom. I think he could do it too. Yeah. Oh, never mind. It's not a hot take then. I well, I mean, it was it would be a tough one. I think. Yeah, I think Zekrom would probably be the strongest one he could take down. Yeah. Zekrom's the strongest of the three, right? No, uh, well, uh, Kyrim's the Kyrim oh, okay. is the strongest. strongest. Is that the the one that is uh, white and is low to the ground? Yeah. Yeah, that's this guy. Always got his head down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ice Boy. Yeah, I think he could do it. I think he could take down Kyrim. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's the best we're gonna get. I think All so right. too. Hell yeah! Well, he did it. He did it. He done did he it. He fights a dragon. Yes. Yeah. I I think the strongest Pokemon he could beat is Togekiss. I I think the strongest Pokemon he could beat is is Togepi. These aren't. I think the strongest Pokemon he could beat is uh, Sunkern. You I guys know that Trash Pokemon? He couldn't beat Trash Man. No, Garbodor. he couldn't beat. He could not beat Garbodor. Yeah. You guys go to hell. <laughs> we had a good thing going, and you guys just had. To, you guys said, "Oh wait, we didn't smear enough shit on this." Yeah, yeah. I forgot to smear. I didn't slap shit. my ass enough this yeah. time. <laughs> That's our last goof. We just want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and being witchers. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antlergoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show to put on. No, we. We would not. And if you would like to submit a question like the wonderful, beautiful people who have submitted questions for us today, then you can add us or DM us on Twitter at versus extreme, or you can shoot us an email at versus extremecast at gmail.com. You can also find more episodes of versus extreme on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday and please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen. It really helps push us up in the algorithms and gets more people to hear the great gifts that you've come to know and love. 
Also this week, please hit us up on Twitter to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which I believe was the world's greatest detective, Batman? Yes. Voices Willy Wonka. And if you liked this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners, and we love sharing this thing that we do with as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Go listen to Slam Your Ex. Listen to Slam Your Ex. Slam Your Ex. Uh, yes. Also, at the time of you guys listening to this podcast, uh, if you're listening to it when it comes out uh my like show Aquila and the bee opens within days so Woo! come see me at the springer opera house if you are in the columbus georgia area would love to have you come and see me after the show and tell me i did a good job yeah um cool anything else i'm marcus driscoll good night san francisco i'm tommy calhoun honk honk i'm sexy and i'm tim and i love you Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.